the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining us again today. And we are going to continue talking about life's too short. And if life's too short, then what can we do about it? And today we're going to talk about passion. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. Might be a good time to grab a pen and paper. If, you know, if this is something you do while you're commuting, you might want to might want this one to not be a commute one so you can write down these questions because they're really important uh, to get the maximum benefit out of this episode today. Before we get into that, I just want to talk to you about a few things. One thing I've been thinking about lately is my social media and whether or not you're really taking full advantage of it. I post virtually every day on Twitter and Facebook and uh, several times a week on Instagram and there's lots and lots and lots of good content. And maybe you're not following and, and you're missing out. So let me just give you the handles for, for Twitter. It's easy, at Rick McDaniel, just at Rick McDaniel. For Facebook, it's Rick McDaniel, H-I-L, as in High Impact Living, the organization, the ministry that I run, High Impact Living. So Twitter, Rick McDaniel, Facebook, Rick McDaniel, H-I-L, and then Instagram is Rick McDaniel underscore official. So there's actually, I actually then got Rick McDaniel official, by the way, which is what I wanted to start with. It's kind of a funny story how that happened, but everything really ended up by that point being put under Rick McDaniel underscore official. So they're both mine, but you'll find the content on Rick McDaniel underscore official for Instagram. So those are those are the major platforms that I'm posting on all the time. I mean, I'm also on LinkedIn and things like that, but those are the ones that there is just constant messages of inspiration, of encouragement, and I'm sharing all types of stuff that could be very, very, very helpful to you. And I don't want you to miss out on that. So if you haven't been following, another way you can do this, by the way, is to just go to rickmcdaniel.com and then scroll down and you'll see all the different icons for Twitter and Facebook, Instagram, and you just click on them and boom, you can start following right away. But I would really encourage you to do that because um, there's a lot you can gain. I just uh, hear from people all the time. I did one on worry this week and where the word worry actually comes from and, and just what that means. It, it's an Anglo-Saxon word. It, it comes from like strangling or choking off. So really worry is when we strangle or choke off all the good, positive, creative thoughts that we should be having. And so you don't want to be doing that. And so those sort of insights can be really, really helpful and lots of other stuff. And and again, I said at the beginning of this year that this was really a, a big year for me and that I would be launching several new initiatives. Uh, and you know, I've done a lot of things. And so to have three new ones in one year is uh, is quite, quite a thing. And uh, uh, two of them uh, I haven't shared about yet. One of them is the biggest by far. Uh, of of them, uh, maybe not by far, but it's the biggest. And um, but let me share about the one, and that is I'm I'm doing some specialized coaching with a coaching group where I'm not not individual, but with a group. It's in Richmond, Virginia, so uh, you have to be in the Richmond, Virginia area to take advantage of it. But if you are 
you should definitely contact me. You can go to the contact form or rick at rickmcdaniel.com. Go to the contact form at rickmcdaniel.com. And uh, if you're interested as a business owner or executive leader, someone that has uh, is in a position of leadership uh, that makes decisions and, and, and can influence, that is the group I'm looking for. I'm gathering together uh, a group to, to do monthly coaching I'm working with this group that has a, a fantastic model that they've been practicing for over 20 years, but never in this part of the country, at least not in Virginia. So I'm excited about that. And if you're interested in something like that and think it could really help you, you know, if you need, if you want to be more successful personally and professionally, this is definitely the group to be a part of. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So that is one new thing. Again, uh, I've got something I'm going to be be doing with you version that I'll be talking about soon and then my big announcement which I am hoping any day now I'll be able to talk more about that because that's really exciting again rickmcdaniel.com is definitely the place to go for you know find out about the books that I've written find out about um, if you want to have me come and speak or, or what I'm up to what I'm speaking writing all the stuff, it's all in one place. So that's definitely a place to go to. So make sure and take advantage of that for sure. So life's too short and, and life is absolutely short. The Bible says it's like a like a vapor, you know, it, it, it appears and then it's gone. I mean, it's, it's daunting to consider that something like that. I mean, you know, you may be like, life doesn't seem that short to me in the sense of, you know, uh, people are living longer. But when we say life's too short, really what we mean is life's too short. And then the next word is to, you know, to what? Then today it's to have no passion. Life's too short to have no passion. To just go through life without passion is just not the way to go. Passion is that God-given desire to make a difference with your life. And it's it's big. It's important. It's a driver. If you don't have that, you know, your, your just life will not be what it should be Why you on this earth and and so it's just vitally important to be able to have passion so let's just begin with i just want to ask a series of questions and you know you just you'll have to to just be as honest as you possibly can be and just say yeah this is me or this isn't i feel that i'm capable of accomplishing more than i'm presently achieving is that how you feel i sense that god wants to use me in a meaningful way, but I'm not sure how. Here's another one. My frustration and confusion about not knowing just what to do makes me less confident and competent. Fourth question. I desire to be more fruitful, more effective, more successful, whatever word you want to use, and fulfilled, making a difference with my life. And the fifth question I feel there must be something wrong with me because I still have not been able to figure out what I should be doing. Do any of those, do all of those, do some of those apply to you? Because those are all passion questions. Absolutely, positively are passion questions. And, And they need to be answered for you to have the life that you should have because life's too short to not have passion. In so many ways, 
this is the key, you know, the key to life and happiness is just to, to be living out your, your passion. I just think about something as simple as like, I don't know much about this, but you know, a little bit, my wife bought this one plant and what I learned was I just assumed all plants needed to be in the sun, right? Does that make sense? Photosynthesis, all that stuff. But it turns out that um, it's not true. Some plants do need direct sunlight to flourish. But some, frankly, it destroys them to be in direct sunlight. So the environment, you know, being in the right environment is just crucial for your flourishing. Having fun, you know, doing what you are best at, man, that's the way to live. You know the old phrase, you know, you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. And I've been doing that for a long time. I've been doing that for a long time. I've, I've really never had a, a, like a struggle to go to work or to, you know, I, I've had faced many challenges, believe me, and tough days, but not the overall job, not the overall career. That's been fantastic. So it's so important to be able to have passion. You know, passion is what gets you up in the morning. And by the way, it keeps you going when you're criticized. It pushes you when you're out of resources. And I've been in all those places. I mean, I have been in all those places. That passion got me up in the morning. And I've been in plenty of leadership and higher leadership roles. And you'll get a lot of criticism. And if you don't have passion, man, it can really affect you. But the criticism never stopped me from doing what I felt God put me on this earth to do never has. That doesn't mean you can't learn from criticism, but it also means that many times people are just saying stuff without all this information or the whole story. And you know, you're on the right path. And, you know, when you're out of resources, you know, or when you're lacking resources, I mean, I've been there because I've spent my, my life in the, in the nonprofit side, not in the for-profit. So, what do you do? And yet I've watched it happen time and time again. The resources, you know, the the vision, right? And then God is provides or there's provision. And you think about provision, it's provision. Provision is provision. God is pro your vision, so he gives you provision. There you go. And that's how it works. Everyone needs passion to really make your life something that counts and, and that, you know, it's not life's too short, right? Life's too short to, 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 to not be excited, to not uh, be energized. Too many people, too many just kind of drift through life. Too many people just, man, they just survive. They don't thrive. They just survive and they do something to get a paycheck so they can you know, binge watch television and stay at home. And I mean, it's, it's, I just, I don't want anyone to, to live like that. I realize there's homebodies and all that sort of thing, but man, you got to love what you got to love your life and what you're doing with your life. And hopefully that means that, you know, it doesn't consist of just doing something and then coming home and, and doing a bunch of nothing after that. And again, the, the, there's no job. You could be a welder and be like, man, I love this. I love doing this. It's, it motivates me. And, you know, whatever, clean houses, it isn't like there's a particular job that you have to have. You can be passionate about whatever you're passionate about. And, of course, you can also have passions outside of your work. 
But if you don't have a passion in your work and then you come home and your weekends and evenings are spent doing a bunch of nothing, man, life's too short for that. That's not that's not why you're here on this earth for. I can assure you of that. Feeling compelled? No, that's not good enough. Sensing obligation? I mean, it's part of it. Even goals, and I mean, I'm a big goal guy, but even goals, only true passion will motivate you long term. You know, the passion is really, the goal should be born out of the passion. It shouldn't just be like, I don't want to make this much money, for instance, as a goal. And then, you know, you don't really have the passion for the work that can lead you. I've never, by the way, really set like goals that were that way financially. I mean, I've set goals in terms of giving, in terms of saving, those sorts of things, but not necessarily making a certain amount. It's amazing when you just kind of follow your passion, the money just the money when you you know I've always just tried to make an impact and the money seems to always be there if you're making an impact it'll it'll show up your emotional energy comes from passion yeah I mean that's it that's where it comes from it comes from passion people that are lacking the energy the first thing you gotta ask yourself is what's my passion because if you have passion you'll have energy I just have never been without energy but I just know it's because I've never been without passion. Those two things go together and and you need them. You need the energy, but the energy comes from the passion. So you've got to tap into your passion. And, you know, you may be saying, oh, this, this sounds all great and well, Rick, but how do I get there? I mean, we're going to get there. Just trust me. I'm, you know, first I got to sort of make the case and then I'll, I'll provide a lot of ideas that you can consider and pursue. Tommy Barnett is a great. Great Christian leader, uh, really fantastic, and, and I had a chance to spend time with him before. He calls it following the gleam. You know, it's kind of a funny, but you know, like what 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 puts a gleam in your eye? You know what what what, what puts a pop in your step? You know, a sparkle in your personality. You know, it's, what is it? You know, like what's that thing that you just really are passionate about? You know, that you just really love to do and you just get excited being able to do it and you feel like you're making a difference doing it that's that's it i mean that's the that's the thing that is the thing and i was talking earlier about these new initiatives for me and, and man i've just i've been fortunate to to be a part of a lot of things where i was able to really express and fulfill my passion but now there's some new things in Man, that's really exciting to find new ways. There's probably not just one way to express your passion, by the way. And I'm discovering new ways. You know, there it's not like it's a whole new thing. It's just like a version of. But I mean, when you, you know, when you start coming up with like three or four different versions of the same thing, you've got something there. How do you invest your time? and your energy and your resources so that at the end of your life you'll you'll be fulfilled you'll have fulfillment you won't look back and do the woulda coulda shoulda that we talked about two weeks ago on life's too short to have regrets you won't do that you won't procrastinate like we talked about last week because 
there's no place in your life for procrastination when you got passion because you got stuff you got to get done. You you know you're 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 pursuing something, so it makes it easier to avoid the procrastination. Here here's what I would say is the litmus test of passion: Does it honor God? Does it bless other people? It can't be about you or you alone. Of course, it will be fulfilling to you. Of course, you will enjoy it. You will have fun at it. But it, it can't just be, you know, just serving your purposes solely. Does it honor God? Does it bless people? That's it. That's it. You know, we're going to get into a lot more here in just a moment. But just for an initial kind of foundational concept to just build your passion upon is can't be doing something that doesn't honor God because that is destined to fail and not have an impact or have a negative impact, not have a positive impact. And does it bless other people? Because it cannot just be about yourself. And even if we go back to the money thing, if you really feel that the money is important, again, it can't be money just for you. It has to be money that you might bless other people with it. And, you know, I can just tell you as someone who believes enormously in generosity that it is really, it really is enjoyable to bless other people. I was able to do this recently and I mean, it really is great to bless others is a blessing for yourself. You just feel really good when you can make other people happy. So resources are important. Again, it's not money that's the that's the root of evil you know it's the love of money is a root of evil so it's not the only root and it's not money it's love of money so money is not the root of evil but how you use money is vitally and significantly important but there's nothing wrong with making a lot of it as long as you can use it in wise ways so how do you do it then? How do you find your passion? If you don't have a passion, you need to discover it. And I would say it's God-given. I mean, that's that's where I'm coming from. That's the world that I am coming from. The worldview that I have is that it is something that you don't create. It's something that's inside of you. And it's more about discovering it. Let's just let's just break it into some areas. Like there are passions about people. Like maybe you want to help youth and young people. Maybe you want to help the homeless. Maybe you want to help those that are addicted to drugs or alcohol. Maybe you want to help the grieving. All fantastic things. Fantastic things. They have a passion for that. You're like, yeah, I do. Well, what are you doing with it? There's passion about roles. Leader, you know, you know, like you want to, you want to lead. You think you have something to offer people. You know, leadership is enormously important. Teaching, you know, you have things that you want to say that you think can help. Coaching, you know, you feel like you can coach people up and invest in their lives. Entrepreneur, you know, you're like, I really want to like start stuff from scratch and, and I want to just see it grow and build it. I mean, I, I, I know all about it. I'm starting my eighth <laughs> with this coaching group, my eighth different thing I've started from scratch. So, uh, yeah, I mean, 
There are passions about a cause. Uh, racism, you could say I'm just passionate about removing racism from our culture. The poor. I want to, I'm passionate about helping the poor. Pro-life, you could say I'm passionate about the value of life. The environment, you know, say I'm passionate about the environment. I want to save the environment. There's all kinds of passions around people, around roles, around causes. And, and you can see here, I, I mean, I'm just touching the surface, just trying to give you enough examples. And, and, and I think I gave you a good amount, but you know, there's many more. There's many more. So let me just ask you, I started out asking you five questions. Now I want to ask you five more questions that, that you might call a passion indicators. So here we go. Number one, what makes you animated in conversation? Have you ever noticed that? You know, what is it you get excited about? What, what do you get animated about? And then, you know, what can, what can you do with that? What does that say? And that's really something, you know, you really, you got to think about that. And you might talk to people that are close to you and say, hey, what is it that when I talk, it seems like I really get animated about it. And, you know, they may say something. You're like, hmm, really? Or maybe like, yeah, that's exactly it. What do you daydream about? Man, that's a big one. I think it's a huge indicator. All when I just think about my passion, I just it's just it's absolutely the thing I I daydream about. There's a scripture in the Bible where it says God can do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask for or even think. And I always just chuckle because I think, man, God, I can think of a lot of stuff. I can think of a lot of things. What do you daydream about? What are the things that you think about that tells you a lot about your passion? What are your greatest achievements like in your mind? What are, what are the things that you think are, and, and this is important, you know, in your mind, because there may be things, you know, on the wall that say you've achieved this or, you know, you, there may be certain awards or things that, you know, and you may think, well, you know, yeah, those are good, but or those may be exactly the thing. They may be precisely the thing. Those words and recognition are just visible evidence of what it is that you really are most passionate about. But it may not be the case. And, and by the way, you know, there's only so many things you can get an award for that. And that's limiting in terms of what you would say your greatest achievements. So that's something you really need to just pause and Again, these are questions you really need to, you know, it's not like, oh, and I write down the answer in five or 10 seconds. These are the things you really need to ponder and consider because you, you might end up adding. If you've ever had one of those experiences, I mean, I have where, you know, um, you maybe write down some stuff initially, but then the more you think about it, I just did this recently with something where, you know, the more I thought about it, like then I added things that were not originally there. 
because it was it was like I'd been asked to, to give like an extended bio. You know, when I speak, there's like what we call the short bio and the long bio of what we send to people. But this one, they wanted an extra, extra long bio. And so I found myself adding to it over the course of a day or two, more things came to mind. And and frankly, I was really happy with with that that process because the end result really was more about like my full achievements, so to speak, all the things that I've done. All right, here's a, here's a fourth question. What do you do that time easily passes by? That's a great one. When you're passionate about something, it just seems like time goes by. And you look up and you're like, holy smokes, the day is over? Wow. When I was... Uh, in my greatest entrepreneurial undertaking and starting a church from scratch, the initial church before the campuses and then building buildings. Oh my gosh. The amount of hours that I worked was, was a lot, 80, you know, 80 hours, 90 hours a week. And I can tell you, you think, man, that's a lot of hours. And the time just passed by. It really did. I'd start in the morning and zoom, zoom, zoom all day long, all the way till the night. And, you know, it was a 15 hour day. And I was like, yeah, but I did not. It did not feel like a 15 hour day. It just time just moved quickly. And I was and and, and by the way, I always slept well my man I would be out within like 30 seconds of my head hitting the pillow because it's like you know I'm tired but woke up the next day refreshed and ready to go again it did that for years I mean years and years and years and years uh wasn't just a short period of time really and took vacations and did other things to replenish myself took a a month break at one point, a little mini sabbatical. So it's not like I didn't do anything but to refresh myself. But when you're passionate, okay, here's the final one. What energizes you? And this is sort of what I was just talking about. Like you say, man, I work 80 hours a week. I'm going to be exhausted. And yet when you're working in your passion, you actually, it actually energizes you. And so what should be physically tiring, and again, don't get me wrong, you know, like I, I needed to, to rest. In fact, when we, we got done with the building, the first building, um, the board uh, sent my wife and I on a cruise as a like a, a vacation break, you know, like you've done your regular job plus built this building at the same time. So here, take a break. And so um, we uh, we got on the, the ship and um, in like at like two o'clock in the afternoon, and there was going to be a stop at like seven and no joke I fell asleep and when I woke up and opened the curtains I was looking at the Statue of Liberty in New York Harbor (laughs) like I slept like in the middle of the day from two to five and the thing is is then we went to dinner I think we went out maybe into the city and we came back and the next day you think well you have trouble sleeping I slept again all the way and I'm a really early riser till like nine in the morning versus like five in the morning like all that extra time so that's when you know you're tired but again energized from what you're doing what do you desire you know 
those are my five questions. Yeah. But this is a question in a sense too, you know, like, you know, what have you never attempted that you'd like to accomplish? That isn't really about discerning what your passion is, but once you've discerned it, you know, like, what is it, you know, that might, this might help you to kind of really nail it down. Like, what is it that you really would like to accomplish and you just never even attempted it so not even attempted it not like attempted it and it didn't work you didn't even attempt it what do you admire and why do you admire it I mean that's another thing that's just a good question you know to ponder and consider that that in many ways kind of helps with these other questions like to, to really just kind of drill down on what is it you're passionate about it's got something to do with you know what you want to accomplish it has something to do with and this is really i think a big one what do you admire and why do you admire it why because that tells you there's a reason that's that's a sign to you that this is the thing you should be pursuing with your life and this is what you're really passionate about Now, you take all these questions and you spend some time with them. And I believe they will help you to discern, to really kind of f- figure out and clarify what is your passion so you can start pursuing it. Because life's too short to just go through life and not live out your passion, to have no passion. That's no way to live your life. So do the work now that you need to do to figure it out and then begin to figure out, okay, how am I going to turn this passion into something that I actually do? You know, not just like I'm passionate about it, but I've taken those steps, but you, you can take the steps to actually make the passion become a reality. You can do it. You absolutely positively can do it. So start today. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.